0: Morning Zion Baptist Church. Welcome to our worship time this morning. As we're beginning a new series uh, focusing on our staying at home and how we can be encouraged spiritually and emotionally uh, during this time. uh, Please feel free to share this post, this Facebook page, uh, log in and share others. And then afterwards, I'll try to also upload this on YouTube and Uh, be on our website as well and with our sermon studio as well. Also knowing you can continue to uh, give your tithes and offering online or to continue to by mail, Uh, feel free to reach out, continue to design, communicating that things are going on. As we know, so much is happening and we're not able to see each other regularly, but please feel free to continue to call, email, and be happy to respond as we are praying for many of our members. Some are dealing with time of grief and bereavement. Uh, some who are suffering from illnesses and ability of presence not able to be there. Uh, I want you to know that we're praying for you, keeping you encouraged, and we pray and continue to God covers you and be with you in this time. Uh, so as we prepare for this morning, uh, this Sunday, April 19th, 2020, to worship our Lord uh, together in community and uh are different places that we may be, we're going to focus our, st- our moment morning on Acts 16 chapter. Uh, for summer's purpose, I'm going to read verses of 25 to 35 from the New Living uh, Translation. And we will, since following Sunday, spend some time in the book of Philippians as we will look at Paul's letter, uh, his prison, one of his prison epistles and a letter of encouragement, a letter of friendship. Uh, to the church in Philippi so we want to look at his building of his, his establishment of the church and the building relationship in Philippi as it begin in acts the 16 chapters where we will uh, begin this morning and so uh, Paul uh, is going to be our kind of our, our a example our teacher of what we can do about um, taking advantage of some hardships we might be dealing with and using that time to still honor God to serve God and to be with God, and so uh, let us pray uh, for enlightenment, for God's word as we prepare this time. Lord, we are asking you for your guidance, your direction. Speak, Lord, that your servants are listening to hear your word. Guide us further into your presence. May you be glorified. May you be magnified. In Jesus' wonderful name, Lord, we pray. Amen. And so. Uh, we're going to look in Acts 16, chapter, and again, I'm going to read uh, verses 25 to 35, but first let's do a background, a build up in the context and the content of this 16th chapter. In this text, we'll find that Paul and Silas are traveling towards uh, the area, the region of Macedonia, because God has called them to preach there through a dream Paul had received. In their journey, they travel through many cities, and one of these cities they happen to Travel through in the area of Macedonia is Philippi, and Acts sixteen twelve says that from there we reached Philippi, a major city of that district of Macedonia and a Roman colony, and we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath day, they go out to preach at the river bank in a, in a place of prayer outside the city by the water, hoping to find um, a, a place, and they find Lydia there, a seller of purple goods whose heart was opened up by God and was baptized along with her household. So that is the setting of our text, uh, that they found a place of worship. They found a place of residence uh, through the evangelism and the baptism of Lydia as they're passing through these areas. And but while they're, they one day caused their change to stay, and it caused them to be impacted in a major way, and I want to highlight today that all it takes is one moment all it takes is one instance to change your life. Uh, we realize this whole reality that we have this stay at home um, kind of became a, a consolidation of movement after one NBA player tested positive and the next day all professional sports stopped, all entertainment ceased and staying at home or shelter in place acts were being set apart and done in proclamation as a domino effect, all because this is a good way to fight against the COVID-19 situation. And so this one instance, this one contact, this one positive leads us to see how we need to appreciate the moments we have, because at any time moments can change. So take advantage of the additional time you have with your family, uh, with your loved ones, uh, time maybe to yourself. Uh, that you can do some things you normally would not have been able to do because of many of the hustle and the bustle of going so many places that now you have the solidarity to be able to stay in one place and build upon that foundation. And so we want to look to, to take uh, take these moments um, and remember the joy of looking back in our life and may this time be one of those immortal moments that when you look back you remember in 2020. I got to spend this quality time on myself or with my family and and my friends. So let us look back at this text, too, with the same kind of uh, intellect, this kind of reverence of Paul and Silas, that how one day changed uh, their walk, uh, their life, their situation, but also how it can be a change for us. So let us look into our text. It says one day as we were going down to the place of prayer, We met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortune. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High, God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly, it left her. I uh, want to first point out about this text to help us to find out did how to deal with staying at, at home is that we can find liberty in our bondage. Uh, first, looking at bondage here is this woman was a slave to her masters, and Paul set her free in the name of Jesus. Uh, this freedom gives her, uh, this freedom that he gives her Upsets her masters because they were exploiting her bondage and the divination that she had for financial gains. The anger from their loss of their money, of their income, leads them to grab Paul and Silas and took them to the city officials. I want to highlight that some of us might be related to this, that anger comes when we have, say, a loss of income and financial stability. And I want to encourage us that in that in the same time that they found their anger, Paul was pointing out that that their anger at him came from him freeing her. And so here's the same situation that we are dealing with that. How can I find seldom and peace? That I may be angry with this situation is hurting me financially, emotionally, and spiritually. But also Paul's pointing out that their anger came from the liberty of this woman. And so we might be angry, but yet in the long run, we might be helping out somebody and saving lives while we're dealing with this. That's the the challenge of life, that sometimes we deal with situations that are positive and, and may have Adverse consequences that we're not looking to deal with, but yet still we still look to do the greater good in everything that we're dealing with. So here it is that Paul is trying to do the greater good, realizing that this woman is using an uh, an evil spirit that is doing evilly and she's in bondage, she's in slavery to these men, as long as she has this gift. And so he re- he, he rebuked this the spirit of divination and 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 they got caught up, thrown into jail and this is when we get into the crux of our text looking at verse 25 it says around midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and the other prisoners were listening suddenly they were there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations all the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off uh, so i want to highlight when we want to get to that moment is that when the men that lost their income from the women got mad, they grabbed Paul and Silas. They took him to the magistrates and they demanded them to be punished. They were publicly beaten. They were imprisoned to the inner dungeon, and they were. It says that they were putting in a confined bracelet. Like they even. Uh, Clamped their, at their feet as well. And so they were not in a comfortable position while they were incarcerated. They were in this prison, in this process. And so here it is that they still were about liberty from bondage. They set this woman free, but now because they set her free, they became in bondage. But I want to encourage that we can find liberty in Christ, even in our time of confinement, and our bondage. We can learn that the change, like in the prison, cannot stop us from being free with our God. We can learn that no matter our circumstances, no matter our troubles, our pain, or our discomfort, one can still be free because the Son says free is free indeed. And in our freedom, we can praise Him, we can pray to Him, and He can, and we can find out that God can change our circumstances. Understand this that Life will beat you down. Paul and Silas were beat down publicly just because they set this woman free from slavery and bondage. But even that times in life may beat us down. But here's this. Paul and Silas were getting beat down because they were proclaiming Christ, because they're doing the ministry of God. And, And Jesus encouraged them and many of his disciples that you will be persecuted for my name's sake. Paul and Silas were just doing the work on evangelists. Daily they went out uh, to the water to go meet and pray. Daily they preached the gospel and they met who they met. They met Lydia and they baptized her. She and her household came to know Christ and they were just doing the work of the Lord. And yet they were seeing opposition and opposition is going to come in our lives. But yet we still need to stay focused and do what God calls us to do. And that's the moment of time in our lives that we can kind of look back and say, hey, God, how can I honor? How can I serve you? Uh, how can I really take advantage at this time that I, I remove maybe some distraction, remove some kind of things that I normally would be doing that I can now spend some time in prayer, some time in meditation. And here's the situation that doing the work of the Lord, you will see opposition. Uh, there might be some opposition just because you just want to honor God. But yet don't let that distract you. Paul and Silas were beaten, but yet they still were looking to honor God. Because what happens is that when they get into the jail, they started singing and praising and giving hymns uh, and giving praise to God. And so Jesus reminds us in Matthew twenty-four verse nine, says, "They will um, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You'll be hated all over the world because you are my followers." Paul and Silas are showing this uh, truth coming to fruition of their being hatred, of the persecution, because of their desire to follow after Christ. But yet, I want to encourage us that as we want to stay focused on Christ and focused on God, He will not lead us into temptation. He's able to deliver us. He's able to guide us and keep us on the right path. And so though we may be challenged and we may be, uh, coming people, people come out against us, life at times is difficult and is hard, but yet we can still find peace. No matter what we're going through. And so we've got to seek the Lord and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added into us. But yet, here's the situation that we will find out as life came at them hard, as life beat them down, as life is troubling them and giving them hardships, I want to encourage you, just as Paul and Silas, you can still have peace in the midst of all this pain. And here's how they have peace we, they, we have to learn to focus on Jesus as they did. It says that around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, and and now it says around midnight, but that does not mean that's the only time they were at prayer. They possibly could have been at prayer during the whole time they might have been in prison and jail, but yet it says around about midnight, this is when something miraculous happened at this moment and at this time. not saying they were not praying beforehand they possibly were. But yet here at midnight, maybe at the time of weakness, maybe at the time of desperation, is a time that God shows up. But yet they were seeking to find peace and comfort through prayer and through worship. And so we too need to focus on Jesus, to focus on his teachings, to focus on his love, his peace, his grace, uh, his hope, his uh, love for us, forgiving one another. Uh, This hope uh, that we have, Having Him will give us the endurance, will give us the strength, uh, and through that strength, which is going to lead us to praise. Because when we know Jesus is our hope, He is what can bring us through the hard times, even at the midnight hour. And think about what happens at midnight. We find Paul and Silas broken, beaten, and bound by chains, but hearts are still full of hope and joy in Jesus. This is demonstrated by the singing of hymns of the Lord and our Savior. They could have resigned and said, now is the time to rest and just give up. But instead, they sang to their God at midnight. They did not wait for a ball to be dropped as we do on New Year's Eve or have a countdown to the year to change. But they were moved to worship and praise God while in the midst of their troubles. Pain and circumstances did not stop them to look to worship God. They were moved to worship God while broken, while beaten, while bound. They still says, Lord, I will worship you. Their worship leads to a miraculous work of God to move the earth in such a way it opened the doors. It loosened the bounds that they fell off. And not just them, but all the prisoners were free. And so think about at midnight, right, is the time that things shifted in many of our lives, right? At midnight hours, at the shift of, of one day ending and a new day beginning. At the midnight hour of New Year's Eve is a marking of the end of one year and the beginning of the new year. Sometimes we can look at it as it says, as the optimist would say that, up, I was up until midnight to see the new year. A pessimist must say, I stayed up just to make sure the old year leaves. So, uh, the pessimist is looking at the past, but the optimist is looking in the future. Now, I, I, I can believe it in myself that Paul and Silas was looking ahead and said, I believe we're going to see Jesus. Now, our past is our past, but this is not our current circumstances, for we got a greater future ahead of us. I'm going encourage you right now that while we're dealing to stay at home is our current situation, but if we trust in Jesus and believe in him. We can believe that at one moment, at one time, it's going to change and get better. And so we can see the day has passed as we're facing tomorrow at the midnight hour. Continue to seek God and to honor God, praise him for who he is, for he is a good God. He is a wonderful God. He is a marvelous God. We understand how great our God is that no matter how hardships may come to us and pain may come to us, we can recite Psalm 30, verse five, it says, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the mornings. So I'm encouraging us that we might be in pain and suffering right now, but we can turn to our God, pray to our God, focus on Jesus and allow him to say, Lord, you can turn my morning, hallelujah, into laughter. You can take my my sadness and we can turn it into dancing. I believe joy will come in the morning, knowing that troubles don't last Always. So do not look at your past to determine your future, but look at Christ and know your hope and your future is in him. He holds everything. And so we worship him. We magnify him. We honor him. And so we want to be like Paul and find peace in our hardship by praying and worshiping. So there might be a moment in your time that you just need to take a break in your day. And say, this is a time of family prayer. This is a time of private prayer. This is a time of worship. Set those times up that you just have that break. You might have to rearrange a room and make that your prayer room or your praise room. Or maybe when you take a walk outside, so this is my time to spend some time with God. Understand that you can still have peace and comfort by knowing that he walks with you. He talks with you. He loves you. Find your strength and your faith in Jesus's love that never fails. Keep on praising the Lord until your change comes. No, your change is going to come because one way or another, Jesus is going to come back again and then we all shall be changed. So change is going to come. We just need trust in him. Believe in him. And last part, I want to point out that our freedom is present. Notice that Paul spoke and Rebuke and the slave was free. But notice that they became in bondage. They became in chains. But yet they became set free. And not only did they become free, but because they became free of their trust in God, the ju- the the guard in the jail became free, too, because he came to know Jesus. Because of Paul and Silas's great character, great witness, and so think about your shelter and place. You might be around some people you normally don't spend quality time with. That now you're you have the ability to be a good character, to be a good model for them, and help them maybe to come to know Christ. It might be a more Bible study time with family and friends. It might be your neighbors, or it might be your your housemates or whoever you might spend more quality time with because you're not going back to office or coming back late at night, but you're seeing them throughout the day, walking past them, that you might be able to share Christ with them and change their life. And that is why we never give up, though our bodies are dying. Our spirits are being renewed every day for your present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them. And will last forever. That's 2 Corinthians 4th chapter verses 16 and 17. So may we know that Jesus, we can find peace no matter the situation. So beloved, we have peace with Jesus. Know that this situation we are in is just a moment in comparison to eternity. Know that we faith, know that what we face is not stronger than our God, not bigger than our God. Just like the chains did not hold them, the prison did not hold them. The guard did not hold them. Even their accusers that had them arrested and brought before the magistrates, who then beat them and imprisoned them, did not have authority or power over them. They, too, were not able to hold Paul and Silas in this prison, in this jail. Nothing can hold them because they were set free by the blood of the Lamb. So the Lord was was their hope, and he is our hope. And we have freedom and liberty in him. So, beloved, remember, we are a royal priesthood, uh, chosen generations. We are citizens of heaven. And so while we're walking on this earthly journey, may we have peace. May we have comfort to know that I have peace while I'm still staying at home because Jesus is in my heart, because he is my God and he is covering me. So may I be transformed, renewed day after day. Because great is thy faithfulness, morning after morning, new mercies we see. So be encouraged. And so we're going to move uh, from this chapter of Acts to the letter of Philippians. And we're going to spend some time there just finding how we too can be encouraged through prayer, through worship, even while we might be confined uh, to our places in some senses, uh, but yet we are still liberated because we have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you for joining us this moment. God bless you. Until we meet again.